right like i love being like present but sometimes it's, it is about capturing those moments right. so it's kind of like a, it's a balance but um like you said when it comes to work or whatever plugging in when you need to unplugging and i think that the hustle 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 go 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 mentality because you can get it like that but it's a marathon you know what i'm saying not a sprint what's up welcome to the you knows best pod i appreciate your support in return i hope i provide you with some worthwhile gems that benefit you on your journey. At the very least, I hope I put a smile on your face. If not, hopefully you share this with someone that does benefit. And I got you next time. Again, thanks for joining today, and let's get this thing going. All right, welcome to another episode of Hugh Knows Best Pod, where I'm gonna give you the truth, the whole truth, well, as best as I can, so help me God. Uh, today we have a great guest. We have Raimi, uh, multifaceted young lady. Uh, she's a hairstylist, she does nails, and she's also a musical artist, right? Yes. So, um, me and Raimi are both members at Soho, so that's how we connected. Um, but I thought she was very interesting, so I wanted to bring her on the podcast, learn a little bit about her. So y'all gonna learn about her as I'm learning about her also. Um, so this will be, this should be interesting, because we don't really know each other like that, but you, you got good vibes. Raimi, you told me you're from the south side of Chicago, right? Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay. Um, how is that, like, how do you feel like that's influenced you as a person today? It's lit. I was just driving home one day and I was like, I am so thankful. Like, to even be able to navigate like Chicago streets at any time. Mm. Like I was just, I floated, I floated, literally float through my hood. You know what mm. I'm saying? And it just made me feel like, wow, I grew up right here. Like right here, this is where Canfield was. You know what I'm saying? I think the beauty of it is to be able to see how Chicago has changed and mm. like where it's changed, where it's developing or where it's not or what, you know, just it all. And it always, you know, areas go up and down. But I, I think it, it's just so beautiful. I wouldn't want to be from anywhere else. You really would. And I, I think that's like, I know everybody like love their city, but I feel like Chicago people be banging so hard about y'all city. Cause you got to. Yeah. First of all, in the name, Chicago, I think I just tweeted this like maybe two months ago, shy, Chi, mm-hmm. I believe it's Japanese, means life force energy. Okay. So, chi, chi ka, ka, if you look that up, root word is to call mm-hmm. forth, go. So, I take it wherever I go, it's with me, I call it forth, it's okay. life force energy. Okay. And, and it's like, if you from here or if you come here, you feel it too, you know it. Mm-hmm. You know, that don't make it that, you know, it's just... A place among itself, man. A law among, it, among itself, really. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, like, talk like take us on a little bit of a journey, right? So you you from here? Uh, you tell me you went to Illinois State, right? Yeah. Uh, what did you major in? Illinois business State? management, entrepreneurship. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get the money. All right, business school. What you major in? Business management. <laughs> Period. Um. You know, I'm repping my school today. I got the bison on my. We see you. We see you. We see you. Um, but okay, so you went to school, majored in business. Uh, so did you always know that you wanted to like do like hair and nails, or was like you were just kind of figuring out that was like something that you was already good at, and you was like, I'm gonna pivot this into a business. You know what? My mother has been in business for over. She's been licensed for over, I know now, like probably 50 years, but she's been in business now for over 30 something years. And um, that's just about my age, you know? So for me going into, going to school for business, entrepreneurship, like I just really, I didn't realize how much I was following behind my mom. Um, But I have, I remember braiding my sister's hair. She's got long, beautiful hair. 
and, and I can only imagine some of them hairstyles if we had photos of them back in the day like what they look like but I find myself doing that same stuff on women today mm. um, and I didn't realize how much my mom probably influenced that but I knew like sophomore year I wanted to go to hair school and all, all the whole nine but I think my mom was like I know what this life is like you're doing something past that you're going but I found myself back in it because I just love the art she's a dancer uh, she's still dancing step right now is you know the thing but she can go i'm talking about my mom yeah so i'm just saying like she's i didn't realize how much until recently like i was influenced by her that's what i'm saying yeah okay so you said your mom has been licensed for like 50 years my mom has been licensed for a very long yes how long have you like been doing the hair and nails thing five years arts all that i just kind of dove right into like um art versus like corporate I got back into it because my mom was sending me up that corporate like mm-hmm. do this and that was cool like I, I've learned so much from working in corporate America and mm-hmm. sometimes I think about going back just because of structure and just how that is because mm-hmm. um, I mean but with business any type of business you know you got to have structure you got to have order to things mm-hmm. so um, sometimes with creativity when you just like oh I'm just a creative like okay but where you going with it what are we, what are we doing what are we creating you know yeah like have some have something behind it that um, part so you so you actually did like the traditional like corporate America thing for a little bit. Yep. How was that? It lit. I had a good time. It. I mean, at the time, it was it was hard. You know what I'm saying? Like some stuff was hard. Like, you know, but it became hard. And I think God makes spaces uh, a little uncomfortable when it's time for you to grow or move past a thing. So I, I I stayed in that space as long as I could. But it was cool because I was I was a manager. I got to work with different people. It was different because at the time I was so young, so I would have people who was like, oh, who were older than me that worked not for me on me, but we worked as a team. But technically, I was their boss. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it was it was very very interesting. And then being a woman, a black woman, a melanated woman, you know, okay. in those spaces. Okay. So it was it was interesting. It was it was so interesting. Okay, and did you have the tattoos? Because you you. Ah! Like, I'm get it, but you like that. <laughs> you got right. But see, that's interesting. Okay, so I didn't start tattooing my hands until I knew I was full-blown, not going back, and just work. I love working for myself. Mm. Um, you know, and, yeah, so, I, and then when I got in music, I was like, okay, I know this is what, for me. Um, but my tattoos, yeah, they developed as I was still at Enterprise because most of the time I would wear a suit. Mm. So, I'm, you're not seeing my body. I don't have no face tattoos. Uh my hands just start getting tatted and okay. my legs too I, I wasn't tattooing my legs for a while so we'll we get you know yeah, we can talk about that later <laughs> uh, all right so so did you do like the enterprise like uh management you already or, know that's yeah. that's that was the thing like because funny funny enough across from howard there was an enterprise rental car what yeah so like uh i know i had a bunch of friends that like did the enterprise manager track and yeah. like um I used to get mad because I got turned down. Really? Yeah, I was like, but I was also fucking off in school. Like, okay. so I was playing ball, but I wasn't going to class. So um, <laughs> I never did an internship. Kids do an internship in college. Uh, make sure you have good enough grades so you can do an internship. Fact. Paid or unpaid. Um, but yeah, like, they was like, nah, bro. <laughs> Damn. But it's cool because. If I'd have did that, I don't know if I would have been where I'm at now. That part. Yeah. No, that's facts. That's facts. Um, I remember, I think all these around that time, too, was offering, like, a car and this and that. and But, like, your GPA from college, it mattered. Like, Mm -hmm. if you, and so, yeah, that's the thing. Um, 
But like you said, everything happens for a reason. So um, I did Enterprise. I also worked at Verizon for a little while thinking like, okay, I can go to hair school while I, I just need it. Enterprise was too demanding. Like, of, Oh, yeah, the hours would be crazy. Uh, the time, you know. I mean, you, you there, you know, all day basically get up do it again it's not really and weekends and weekends and it seems like it's not really set up for like uh yeah you to have a life outside of that it's not really set up for it and they don't it's stress it's a stressful job mm. i don't know if anybody rents enterprise to sell all their business but i'm not in a contract with them so it doesn't matter but enterprise sets you up <laughs> so that you basically they want you to not have cars on a lot that run that runs it, long story short, it ties into your profit, how yeah, you a branch is ran. You, I don't know if you know it, but it's no, just crazy. No, I got crazy. a friend that's currently working at a, uh, a rental car center, and like she told, she told me about like the hours, the like shit she be doing. I was like, and it's based on customer service. But the thing is, if if you got people who like are petty, are petty, or. Yeah, you know what? Because at the end of the day, that's what ruined it for me. It was people. It wasn't so much the company. The company, you know, it's a company, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's a company. So it's levels to that shit. But, like, the people that mm-hmm. come to Enterprise, like, or any, it really, any place, sometimes customer in the service, South, yeah. customer service, like, mm-hmm. you know, they give you a hard, it depends on what's going on. Oh, why y'all ain't got a whip? I just work here, ma'am. Let me help you the best way I can. Let's work together. Like, but I did really good. That's why I did good because I was like good with people, you mm-hmm. know. I treat people how I want to be treated. So, what side of town was this in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. What side of town were you? I was everywhere. I with Enterprise, I was like a few different places. Cal City, I was on 92nd and Stony, 74th when they were over there on Stony. I didn't been to Homewood, I didn't been to. South Loop with Enterprise, you know, yeah, I mean, the Burbs, okay. yeah. The Burbs. Yeah, yeah and it's interesting, like, if you're not from Chicago, you don't know that, like, low-key the Burbs is a little rougher than the actual <laughs> city, so, like, God bless you for making it out of there. I'm crying. It's not even nothing to make it out of. You just gotta, my business. Yeah. Hey, hood politics is pretty much the same everywhere. Mind your business, you you look, you'd be okay. You'd be okay. Yeah. I mean, pay attention to what's going on around you, you know. Oh, yeah, but... head on the swivel, but mind your business. Stay out the way. Yeah. Um, all right, so you did that for a little bit and then you say, Okay, I'm gonna go get my cosmetology, get my hair like like all that stuff. Like so how long did it kinda take you to like get ramped up after like not being in that space, like coming from corporate America and doing like the, the hair like thing. to turn up basically. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I want to say my first second year because I was like determined. You know, transferable skills. You pull them mm-hmm. from school. You pull them from the job. You know, you're like, yo, all right. It's certain things that you got to do. It's about branding. It's about marketing. Mm-hmm. It's about you know customer service. So it is about how you treat your people. And it didn't take me long because our Instagram was like. I don't know how long Instagram has been out now, but like I use uh, 2010. 2010. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Maybe, maybe a little bit before that. I know it came out like right after I graduated college. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I used that tool at that time to turn up really. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, turn up the promote value, yourself, yeah. promote myself. And then honestly, I also worked in the window at um, my mother's salon, and that was very helpful because visibility. Like, what's the window app? For people that oh, don't know what that means. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, right. My mother owns a salon in Beverly. Okay. Uh, it's called Desi's Full Service Salon. She's been there for over 30 years. She's really like one of the first uh, African-American, black, um, brown, 
salon owners west of Damon. Okay. On the south side, so it's technically still the south side. Anybody who knows where Evergreen Plaza was, uh, when we had we had a bookstore over there. Uh, the, their name is anyway slipping my mind, but on that corner, she's been there for a very long time. Long story short, there's a big window, and people probably pass it all the time and don't even know like that's there because it's a big uh, clear window. And so I worked in the window. Ah, so people could see you on ninety fifth exactly. Okay. And so they it would either be attracted to like, oh, what she's doing, or maybe what I, how my hair was that day, or whatever. I've had people come and be like, I want to get my hair done by you. So it was you know, that's how I built up and then hashtagging on. Um, but it was both for sure visibility. And then how it's carried me is just word of mouth, which is still very, uh, I mean, it's guerrilla marketing, but with your mouth. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like with your, with your word of mouth, you're selling people, so. Yeah, no, I, I think people underestimate branding from a, like a, I guess, like not a non-traditional, like. Standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, they think like, and I, I think people are catching on, but like your brand is pretty much everything. It is. And like, so like whether like how you treat people how what you post if you're posting consistently so people are like oh she do fire work right yeah um yep or just you know like how much you're interacting on platforms like when you're when you're posting whether it be like your music now or yeah. like your work around here and nails like i think people really underestimate the power of social media yeah um even though we're a social media age and you know it's so funny because i think it has to do with balance too you know mm -hmm. i mean you like for me i just start uh being more active behind the camera right picking it up trying to like capture moments as i'm out because i'm always been the type of person i love learning i love mm -hmm. elevating i love growing I, and so being in a space it's nothing like being present Mm. right like I love being like present but sometimes it's, it is about capturing those moments right. so it's kind of like a, it's a balance but um, like you said when it comes to work or whatever plugging in when you need to unplugging and I think that the hustle 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 go 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 mentality because you can get it like that but it's a marathon you know what I'm saying not a sprint um, you, you know run your own race you gotta sure. run your own race yeah that part dang you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I use that because uh, somebody was talking to me about my son, hmm. and I was comparing him to like one of my friend's kids in like their development. Yeah, and it was like your son running his own race. Period. And then I was like, well, damn, that resonates for a lot though, like a lot of aspects of life, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, because even with this podcast thing, I think a lot of times people, are, oh, you're doing great, but then like it's hard to like not compare myself to other people, mm -hmm. right? But I am running my own race. Um, so. You did the hair. You said your second year was like you started booming, right? So yeah. You by yourself. Yeah. My first year, I started. Uh, I had to, I because I just jumped out, bart mm. start bartending too. By the way, mm. to supplement, and then yes, my second year started turning up. Okay, so what what all career, what all jobs have you done? <laughs> all right, so because we 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 don't did the we was doing the enterprise thing, right? Let's get comfortable. Yeah, we that part. know each other a little tight, right? Um, bartending. Doing hair, doing nails, what else, if anything? Just say it's been a journey. Okay. And yeah, anything with crafting and creating and making money, I was. You've done it. I've been I've been into it. Okay. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. So with the with the hair and nails thing, like. Is it something that you want to expand? You you want to keep doing this like long term, 
or is the the music where you want to be long term or is the music just like a passion thing like you're just doing it because you enjoy it I do music because I enjoy it yeah okay. I mean I have goals with music too like right now I'm getting ready to short so to speak about short term goals mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to um, I'm actually working on a project Emancipation of Rami XO Okay. So it's um, and that's her real name. Rami is her real name. I had to ask that earlier. I thought sure. it was the artist name. Oh yeah, Rami is, a, and you know I. So funny because I went with Rami the artist to begin with because I was like growing into that. Like oh okay, this is. I didn't want to just be the ra- Rami a rapper, Rami a singer. I don't don't box me. That's the worst thing a person could do to. I think anybody is to box them in, say what they can't do. We on our own race, right? So it's like mm. that looks different for everybody. So yes, we working on that. Um, and as far as like hair, I would never want to just completely stop doing hair. Mm-hmm. Whether it was designing hairstyles, whether it was designing a look. Like I love when my clients come and go, "Oh, girl, this is what I'm wearing." Mm-hmm. And we go, "I'm mean, like that look good." You know, let's do this. You know, because mm-hmm. that's my. If I can help you go outside and act bad, you be acting bad. Let's talk. See, see, because we finna get into definitions. That's what we was on earlier. We was on earlier. We had a very interesting conversation about sassiness, <laughs> you know, and you know, we'll get into it. But so acting bad, you know, but acting good, you know, you keep, know, keep the balance. Keep the balance. You know, looking good while you acting bad, meaning because you know people associate gyrating to turning up or being outside with your best self acting bad so mm. if i can motivate you to be outside in your fine self your femininity your feminine your bad femininity right yeah well see bad dark because the dark is not right. toxic femininity not toxic feminine see okay right yes okay. not toxic femininity right. okay so but like you want to continue to do hair but okay it doesn't sound like from a short-term perspective, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that is like something that you want to you want to always be doing hair or nails or always doing music. So like, what's up? I would love to have a hand in all of it. Meaning, like, if I could work on maybe, like, dream job, uh, dream, not even job, dream, life, life is to be working on a show, mm-hmm. right, or like production where I do have a hand in. The hair, the nails, or what I could fit. It's so funny because I can't fit in mm. different spaces, but I would love to like help craft some of those things okay. or just be a part of something like that. Like, I would love to work with Issa Rae or Robin Thede. I don't know if you've ever seen the Black Lady Sketch Show. I've seen pieces. It's so yeah. funny to me, but I just love the the jokes that women can get. You know what I mean? It's, but for me, it's also about just bringing the women together too, but, but balance too, because we need both. So, mm. you know. Um, but I think more women need to be coming together as a lot of times, you know, they pit. Pit y'all together. Pit, pit y'all against, against each other, yeah. You know, and, and that's that's or destructive. Yeah, or box us. Oh. Yep. And um, so that's ideal. So that's why I'm like, I would never dive out because, okay, what if working, doing hair on a set, I met somebody. Now it's taking me here to work on this or come, I have storylines or, you know, that's, and I, and I find that people do or at least in my experience um you end up doing what you did naturally as a kid like you Mm. know and that's another reason because i feel that like if we're going to talk about just the state of like kids today Mm. like my upbringing was i'm so grateful for it because i had the space to 
be creative, right? Like my parents, let's say for instance, and just left, I had room to create. So we mm. would make little shows like our own Jerry Springer's or, you know, it wasn't yeah. like fighting or anything, but it would just be our own talk shows like Rosie, Rosie. It was so many different skits we would create and just like I could go outside and ride my bike and like I feel like some kids don't have that outlet. They just handed a tablet and told to like figure it out and Mm -hmm. and so now they navigating through a world of like so many options and that's cool too because i think they could be you know turn up and do their genius with that you know and they tool but i just had the opportunity to be outside and like expand my my mind with my friends and you know um so that is fun to me that was fun to me and i could just see that in my future too um you know but i'm open and that's so fun and i think that's and it's it's kind of you know you have to see it right to manifest it or you have to be like specific about the things that you want to manifest right and right. in, in order to draw them to you and i think because my i love having my hand in this or that or this or not being boxed in so it might seem like a slower paced thing because i'm stretched in different ways right. to like um pour my energy but it feels in a way kind of rounded or ground or grounded around it like i feel good in it i don't know if that makes sense you feel good in the chaos I, a little bit okay it's a Are little peaceful we gonna get into, you might be a little chaotic it sounds like a little toxic is what you're giving it's like chaotic and toxic is too close that's what it, the look on your face is like giving <laughs> like she can't really decide which one she want to do you know what it's gonna be making some money hey making money i ain't mad at making money Making money is that's that's is it gotta definitely be. A, a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your music a little bit. Okay. Okay. Like from a musical perspective, like I don't I don't like asking when people ask like who would you compare yourself to, but like what are some musical influences that you have? Like, wow. yeah. Because I don't think nobody ever want to be like I sound like somebody. Facts, but there to the. That was a beautiful question. The influences, right? Because mm-hmm. you pull from so many different people. So as you were asking me that, I'm thinking immediately off top of Lauren Hill, um, Aaliyah, Jay-Z. I love Jagged Edge, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Tony Braxton. You, I mean, it's... That's interesting. Jennifer Lopez. Um, okay. Biggie. Uh, of course, Tupac. Uh, Jay-Z. Beyonce and her entire Dest- I mean Destiny Child to just seeing her story mm-hmm. um man and then it even like I'm gonna be honest some of like the Delphonic stylistics like their like their sound um how it's like that original you know like mm. serenading music you know so those are okay the list. Lil, no. I said Lil Wayne. Don't play with Lil Wayne. Nicki Minaj. You didn't say Wayne. That's Are a, you kidding me? You didn't say Wayne. Excuse me. Excuse me. You just got to rewind. I have to go back and park at the beginning. Start back okay. over. Lil Wayne. Weezy F Baby. Weezy F Baby. Please okay. say the baby. Okay. Dwayne Carter. Gotcha. Man. And Onika. And Onika Mirage. Mirage. Okay. Yeah. For yeah, because sure. I'm, I'm looking at your social for media. Sure. And I'm like. How dare I? Not even that. It's just like. <laughs> When you said some of the people you said, I was like, now meeting you in person, yeah, your energy, yeah, is like very Lauren Hillish, very like calm. Your social media, I'm like, 
that seemed you seem very animated, very like kind of intense. So That's I'm so like, funny. so I'm like, mm, okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear the people that that influenced that the know, music. Yeah. So it's funny because. I just now feel at a point that's why it's the emancipation of Remy XO because I feel that those two people are getting ready to merge. Okay. Um, the person that you meet, you know, because I spent a lot of time, I don't know how everybody else spent the pandemic, but I had some real uprooting, uh, soul changing um, things happen in that time. Getting so, closer so it, to. So it was. Spiritual. Shifting, it was shifting, shifting me. Okay. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to be honest, I think some of the music that is out or that I have or that I've created, you know, is a, it, it probably was an outlet for me in terms of what we talk about the dark feminine energy mm. to be able to speak on these things. So, for instance, Psycho um, mm. is my last one that I put out. It's very in your face. It's very, me and my cousin worked on that song. Um, his name is Deontay, that's my boy. We worked on that song together. Um, I love working on music with him because he knows me since, I mean, like I'm talking about, you know, kids and yeah. it's nothing like having a person who understands you, um, you know, to craft something with you <clears throat> that represents maybe an emotion or a time or a feeling. And I think sometimes, you know, you see music and you want to say, this is who that person is, but maybe I just embody the character there. Mm. Or maybe, and, and you know, a lot of people have said, you know, Remy, when I see your videos, it makes sense versus like, Cause you know I get it. There may be a disconnect, especially maybe how I speak or how I show up in my energy. Versus, okay, this is an experience. So like for instance, like I said, Psycho is Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. That's an ode to her. Um, I do feel like I channel some of Nikki's aggression or like her um, how fierce she is on like just performing and she's in a character or acting crazy. Roman Rolanski, you know, da 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 da. Dungeon, you know, she was in, she's in her bag with that. And sometimes we do have rage or chaos inside of us, and we want to express it in a way that, yo, we've been oppressed, you know what I'm saying? Or we've been, so like, if we think about the story of Harley Quinn, even if you look at the old cartoon, she was abused, like, she was getting smacked around by the Joker, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then you come to uh, Suicide Squad, did you see that movie? Yeah, I'm a big movie dude, me too. We don't want to, oh, wanna, we, we could do that, you don't want to talk about that. I do. You haven't seen more movies than me. You ain't more of a movie. I never said that. And I'm I was saying, saying, you're older, a little bit older than me, so I'm going to give you that. You just don't be, okay. Be I thought there was a little bit of shade, but it's good. No, it's not shade. I mean, I'm but just, just by just experience, first of all. Just, I don't take this shit that seriously. I was just fucking with you. All right. <laughs> all right. But no, like. It's I'm not really, no shade. I'm really a movie dude. Like, I, okay. go, I go to the movies in the middle of the day. I used to skip class. I was thinking about going to the movie after I leave here. What you trying to see? I haven't seen Barbie yet, but they told me some good things about that. I mean, we're talking about Margaret Robbie, and, you know, I heard Issa's the president. Like, I didn't jump. Even though it was on my birthday weekend that it came out, I didn't jump to the movies to go see it. Yeah. I will give it some energy you know today. Solo, you know, they was killing it. I, I they, Exactly. They was killing it. I, I didn't want to. It was too busting. You know, no. Nah. Yeah, I, I went in there and forgot that they was doing it that day. And I was. You got bum rushed by Barbie? I was annoyed. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, oh, y'all doing a lot. Hey, so, yeah, y'all doing a lot. I had a Ken doll when I was growing up. Period. I just picked it up. I made him be like, I still as a kid, I played with action figures. So, like, I just made him wrestle my other action figures. That part. But we don't got good at that. <laughs> like, Thanks you know, for telling us you had a Barbie. I mean, a Ken doll. I did have a Ken doll. It's okay. <laughs> I think that's actually pretty lit. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I did a lot of things as a kid that kind of would be like, yeah what? Nah, I mean. Nah, I mean, for me, I don't care because I always knew I was into women. But like yeah. that, I think people don't always have the space to be creative, right? So you're creative, um, and I was figuring out stuff. Like I didn't know 
that I couldn't, I wasn't supposed to walk around in my mom's heels, but it worked out because I have great balance. Like I don't remember the last, awesome. I don't remember the last time I failed. Right. Like I've tripped and like should have bust my shit. Period. And be like, nope, nope, good. Period. But, I think that was a, that was a childhood thing though to be like we used to. Let Nikki be free. We used to scream, let Nikki be free, and we'd be in our parents' shoes. It didn't matter. What is that? Let Nikki be free. We'd run around as children with no clothes on. Oh. And in our parents' shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't run around naked. I don't, I'm not even a naked person now. Like, I get uncomfortable. I mean, I feel it, too but. Many, too many clothes off. But I feel you. I mean, I feel like that's the thing that little girls get to do, though. Right. The boys totally put that thing away. That's but see y'all get to do the no shirt thing all the time. True. So it you know, trade yeah. trade off, yeah. I guess. I guess. After yeah. after a certain age, y'all get to do that. We don't get to fucking do that. And I I look I legit used to walk around in high school after weightlifting without my shirt on. Like to the point that like one of the gym teachers was like, You gotta put your shirt on when you come in. <laughs> Period. And even in in college, see? I, used to, I used to walk around in the dorm room. Shout out to the Ebony Sex Palace, aka Meridian. That was the name of the door. Oh, nickname. They called it the Ebony Sex Palace. Oh, it was, it was the like young co-ed dorm. Okay. It wasn't on campus. Like it was off. So campus. it was like some bachelor bachelorette shit. Like some. Well, the floors were split, boy girl. So like boys would be on one side, girls ah. would be on the other side. But I mean, y'all using the same. If it, if you're in the middle, y'all using the same showers, right? And like so. Not the same, like, I'm talking about there's a closet shower. Okay. So, like, a girl got to come out her okay. room in her towel to go to the shower. Okay. Or her robe or whatever. And I was the nigga that would walk to the shower just in my towel. Or I would just walk around in my shorts. Let Nike be free? I mean. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, at that time I was a football player and I had a six-pack. So I don't like, know I that you just, should say let Nike be free as a football player with a six-pack. I feel you. Why not? Because you just look horrified as soon as I say it. You're like, well, I, whoa. Like, we're not doing that. That's how you look. As I, Every time I say it, you're like, whoa. Well, I think as a, <laughs> in today's society, you can't just be out here with your, with your cock out. Because so, you're going to go to jail or get accused of doing something. So you got to be careful with those things. <laughs> what were we talking about before? Because <laughs> how do we get on? You know what? The Ebony Sex Palace took us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about... Um, Music B- being, yeah, being creative. We were talking about, um, damn, I really got lost on that Scorpio shit. All right, and you are a what? Leo. Yeah, terrible people. Great people. My dad's a Leo, so I'm gonna leave you alone. Thanks. But he's an August Leo, so. I knew there's a Leo you loved. In I your love life. a lot of Leos. I got a lot of Leo friends. Um, apparently, I'm compatible with these people. It's but amazing. Y'all all right. Scorpios are great too. Don't be like that. I have a best friend who's a Scorpio. I love Scorpio people. And I feel special even more knowing that you're a Scorpio because if you're chosen by a Scorpio, you should feel special, bitch. Because they don't just run up on a Scorpio like, eh, they're going to be like, back up. What's to you? Yeah, I, I get told that a lot. I remember yeah. we, were talking about, we were talking about your influence of Harley Quinn, like you were talking about. Like, oh, and how my presence differs a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, that makes sense though, right? Duality, everybody has layers, right? Yeah. So I can understand that. Um, 
But we've brought up the dark femininity thing a couple of times. I'm going to take a sip. You need to, you need I, to pour uh, up a little bit? Because we're about to get into some things. All right. We can get, you know, if, 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 you, if it gets too far, you can just say pineapples since you drink pineapple juice. I like that. Okay. All right. So, song called Psycho. Okay. What inspired a song called Psycho? Was it dark feminine? Was it an ancient nigga? What, what was you being a psycho about? You know what? It just honestly started with the love of a beat. We was like, damn, this shit is smacking. Dun, okay. Dun, dun. And then it was like, I'm a fan of her. I actually have a Harley Quinn tattoo. Okay. So I'm a fan of, I, it happened after seeing Suicide Squad too. Okay. You like a real Harley Quinn fan? Yeah. Okay. Um, Just by way of, she is one of the, I don't want to say first DC, but like a character DC woman kicking ass. Anti-hero. Anti-hero. Mm-hmm. But very, like in Suicide Squad, to me, they did a good job. Even the um, creator uh, Harley of Harley Quinn was like, that's my girl. Like he, I saw an interview where he was like proud of how they did it, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was just to see her uh, humor through things, to see her still having to keep a smile on her face, but be madly in love with a man who the man comes for her right even though he's yeah. toxic as hell psycho as hell, psycho as hell mm-hmm. toxic and so it's like but 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 in suicide squad if y'all see it like he was he would be like he's sad without his baby where is he, he broke into jail to go get her you feel me like that's i don't care what no woman, woman i don't care what they say i know that might be romanticizing a thing but just if we're going to inflate a thing right mm. it, let that would be what you over there thinking and mulling over, uh, Scorp? Like, cause what you on? You ass, your ass gonna be in jail. I'm like, you in jail? You supposed to be there? Listen, but that is if we have to really zoom out. You right, <laughs> you right. But no, well, well let me deal. say, <laughs> if we really zoom out, it's the the idea of the man being the leader, mm-hmm. and she is the person who is hopelessly following him, and mm-hmm. you know, this is, that's her focus. Doing whatever. And doing whatever, and you know, that's not right, right, because again, it's in a movie, so mm-hmm. we can relate it, it's it's a story, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think I'm aged enough to know the difference between, like for instance, just a side note, like for instance, the boys that's playing Grand Theft Auto as kids, as mm-hmm. little kids in the crib, and then mm-hmm. we wonder how the Kia boys are so successful. It's because that's what they're simulating in their mind mm-hmm. on a regular. And so now, I never even put let that, me try put it. Together, right? And that's the problem. Not, not that you're the problem. I think that there are things that are sent to distract us from that type of stuff. But that's, the, that's a problem. I mean, I feel like that was growing up, like they tried to blame the shoot like school shootings on video games like the people, prevalence of shooting games and stuff like that like i i think i'm i'm more of a yes and no on that right okay. i think structures need to be in place right like i think if that's all you see and that's all you know i can understand how that becomes a thing right how why you would evolve into that right because i played fighting games and killing games growing up 
It ain't. But the, you got to understand how much you were exposed to. Because you also told me you had Ken dolls, right? So you're right. I agree with you. It I does matter. One, I had one Ken doll. Okay, right. Excuse me. <laughs> that doll, Excuse me. Don't put and you know what? When I said Ken, see, that's the Leo thing. It's extreme. Yeah. I mean that you. That, yeah. Pause. You, you have other options for play. Mm-hmm. You have a multitude of things you can yeah, dive my, into. Yeah, my parents also made me go outside and touch grass. Touch grass. Put your yeah. feet out. We were outside too. Yeah. I was like, I got knee, the, the real knee markings because I was okay. outside. You know so what I'm saying? You a little tomboy? Yeah, and what's so crazy is people be like, they think I'm the prissy one like compared to like me and my sister because my sister's like, I call her little brother sometimes, not to be that. She's in a men. It's not like that. It's just she drives 18-wheelers. She was the one that was going to climb the tree. She's the one rough. I'm talking about we got on dresses and she like, oh, bitch, I'm, I'm, what we doing? So I was the more girly of the two because I was in the hair and I, mm-hmm. I was dressing my dolls and I was doing my hair, mm-hmm. but I was outside on a bike. I was I'm scraping my knees. We outside on trampolines. I'm talking about we. You had balance. You, you, Feel me? Mm-hmm. So I do agree with you. It's, it is the matter of how much a person is exposed to that because that's what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. If you give a kid a tablet every time you don't have anything for him to do or you just don't have the means to get this kid outside or right. whatever in a sport, now it becomes a psychological thing because they're trapped in a that space in their mind life. and their mind is what becomes the playground now. Mm-hmm. Their mind is susceptible to... It's not getting anything deposited into it differently. Okay. So it depends on how, you know? Yeah. And I think also it has to do with like how your parents set up structures and, you know, not to dig too deep in it, but we understand what the the households look like in these communities a lot of times and these structures are not in place. Like, Agreed. you know, my dad would have put his foot in my ass um, and, my, and he wasn't even in the house, but I didn't have to... I have to be concerned if that was going to actually if that happen. was going to actually happen right because that I knew part it, I knew it, it would happen and you know mothers I don't know that they have the capacity all the time to just be digging in the kids especially a boy no I didn't take a my boy? I didn't take my mom seriously after I was 10 and they need the we need the men to be like hey boy do what your mom said yeah. you need that man to say that to that boy you I don't care what nobody say that's why I ain't got no kids right now because you ain't got no so you're single is what you're telling I'm you're telling single. the audience that you're single yeah i am single oh, okay hey y'all I, that, I, I will share her instagram if somebody wants to slide in dms do you answer dm slides oh uh, wow you i don't mine, you know but it was business it was business so i answered them make it make sense technically make it make sense technically you answer them but not really but it depends on because you just said a DM slide. You didn't say the, the specifics of this slide. Okay, so do you answer answer like DM slides that are shooting shots? Because there are gonna be men on looking at this podcast, and you might. It just depends. Let me say that in any realm, space, time, do your research first. I think that's half the problem too with men. Men always like, oh, we always gotta do the shooting. Do your research. Don't just run up on a woman and be like, oh, let me talk to you because you look nice. That's that's cool, but mm. y- you might not get... You might not get what you're looking for, aiming for or aiming for. Now, if you just want to do whatever, you know, if you're just trying to do a physical thing, all right. You know what I'm saying? That's, do that. But mm. can, um, can people approach you on just on the physical you I mean, that way? I say physical meaning like, you know, some people might feel that like, oh, 
we're we're in passing this one time. You don't know when you're gonna see that person again. Okay. I get that. I mean, it's like okay, I'm attracted. I don't. I'm, I'm not saying don't act on that. That's natural. If you feel yeah. that and you feel attraction, do that. You know. But like, man, I also think it'd be cool to do a little research on that person before. I don't care if you ask, phone a friend. You know, whatever you need to do, run, watch her in that environment for run, a second. Run the Carfax. Something. We need. Mm-hmm. We gonna so start the tell, facts. So on basically, people. you just said. She said, "Do your Carfax before you shoot." Your shot in her DMs. That's what I. That's what I just took from that. Yeah. Yes or no? You would research a building before you buy it. You, I mean, you but how can see- I research it if I don't know you? I don't know nobody that know you. I mean, but so that's what I mean by like, if you feel that attraction, that's how it go. You take your time, actually, genuinely get to know a person. You can do that. You know, I think. Wow. I'm sliding. What do you mean? DM. So we talking about sliding DMs? Because I said any space. So let me. Okay, let me dial back. We going to the DMs. Yeah, we talking about DMs. Okay, we going to DMs. I don't answer DMs all the time. I do not uh, typically answer DMs um, because there is no, just like you said, there is, there may be a disconnection between, I'm putting, if if I wasn't in my business, music and hair, I probably wouldn't be on social media. Mm. It's like that. Okay. Yeah. And and I know that social media, it has its beauties. It has some cool things. So I'm not saying I would want to tap out completely, but respectfully. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be a space that you are consistently in. Yes. Okay. Would you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? I can be both. An introvert or extrovert? The majority of the time. The majority of the time? Mm-hmm. Because everybody has somebody, they, like, as I'm getting older, mm-hmm. I'm becoming more introverted. But I'm still an extrovert, right? Okay. So I'm, a, how it, I'm becoming an introverted extrovert. I used to be an extrovert extrovert. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, like... How I presented. Okay. Until I was like in my thirties, was this extrovert all the oh, time. Oh, I see. But now it's like when I go out, I'm I'm out. Yeah. But I'm cool being in the crib. That part. Like, but like I know people that they go out and they gotta go home after a while. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like there's that balance. Or they're not even that balance. That's, I think there's a key difference, right? Like when I was when I was younger, I needed to go outside because if I didn't, I would go crazy. Now I find happiness in solitude or happiness in sitting still. Right? Okay. So, and, and I think that comes with age. You just be like, I'm good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't, and that's what it's kind of hard for me to relate that to be an introverted or extroverted, only because I'm hearing growth. Mm. You know. Um, I think that in any set setting, like a social setting, I can be extroverted. Mm-hmm. But if that environment is not, or you know, it depends on the environment. It depends on which version of me you get. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's anybody, right? Like it depends on the environment. Can I be my full self here? Can I be mo- my most expressive self in this space, or do I need to back up? Back up a little bit. Okay. You know. Okay. So what? What about a guy would br- bring out the most authentic? Ramey. Emotional safety. Okay. What does that look like, though? Emotional safety? Mm-hmm. Because it looks different for everybody. It does. Because some people don't want you... We were talking about this. Some people don't want you to be... Oh, how you doing, baby? Are you feeling good? What they want y'all to be like? Please tell me, because... I don't know. I've been hearing some stories, I, I be okay? Confused. I be confused. I be confused. You be confused. Yeah, because I'm like... Because I've been called toxic. 
right? Uh oh, because you're a Scorpio. No, okay, let me stop. What? <laughs> that might be part of it. Why have you been called mm-hmm. toxic? Um, I can be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Where? Uh, How? My words. My tone. I can see that. My father's a Scorpio, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you have a Leo dad. Correct. We need a toast to that. I know you're, you know, right. you ain't drinking, but okay. Yes. Listen. I have a Leo father. That's amazing. Um, and a Virgo mother. And you were damn Scorpio. Yeah. It's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think hmm. a lot of times, like, I'm very opinionated. I got, I got whatever I got to say. I'm gonna get it okay. off right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told I have nonchalant <laughs> or secure attachment style. Okay. So like, but also like how I treat people. I treat every. I I damn treat everybody the same. Okay. Or I, like I don't really have boundaries with people I'm just dealing with physically, and people that I'm like emotionally tied to because I try to treat everybody with respect. Okay. So sometimes the lines get blurred and people feel some type of way and I'm like I'm not trying to do that with you okay wait so they be thinking you trying to take it there physically and you not on no, 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 with no. them they think I'm trying to be with them but oh. I'm just cool with the physical but I, because ah. I don't treat you like that okay then it, the lines get blurred because they're like well you kicking it with me you and I've been called toxic for that I mean I was just raised right. That <laughs> that's deep. Yeah, it's deep because mm-mm. you've been there before. No, just I'm unpacking it mentally, mm-hmm. and I mean that to say, um, patriarchy has done a number. Okay, tell me more. on society. Okay, and I mean that to say, obviously everyone is different, right? Mm-hmm. You got some men. And some women who are just like, give it to me, that I'm good after that, hit them, quit them. You know, like they can, you know, I say it in a song, skeet them and delete them, right? Like that's a, I hate it's a thing. I might, that, I might use that. Skeet them and delete them, right? Yeah. But, and, and, and I say that meaning like, I don't know if you noticed, but like, that's why women are becoming more masculine and in that masculine bag. I mean, not aside from the video we just watched, right? Cause we just saw one that was really cool before this about what that looks like or where that comes with women are in their masculine bag of like just do it to me whatever because we start acting like y'all right which nobody asked y'all to do no but if you're not giving the Except space for Steve Harvey he did say be, think like a man that's crazy yeah anyway. I'm glad you said that but you know I think and he probably meant well but at the end of the day people are literal right and it depends on the type of men you hanging out with at the end of the day if you do not allow the woman a space to be herself mm-hmm. and I mean by nature truly herself I don't mean all that emotional I'm sad today I'm talking about herself in her who she is who she is naturally right, right. Mm-hmm. if you don't allow that space then you're gonna get something else mm. every so time what, so giving you the space to be full Raimi is emotional safety yeah okay. like I, just to be myself now I don't mean that you Hey, getting to know another person takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes effort. So it really just depends on what a person wants. And I think sometimes we do get caught in like the physical or like this feels good for now. Mm-hmm. But like if I know, 
or this woman knows, hey, I want to be married. I want to have a life partner, a husband or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you probably need to be fooling with somebody who wants those same things. Mm -hmm. But niggas lie. And niggas lie. They do lie. But see, that's where... Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And cons consistency. Numbers don't lie. You're right. How many times is he shooting in the gym on that board? And I think sometimes we forget to do those, check that out, you okay. know, before you go in with a person. Just because, oh, this looks good. He seems to fit my puzzle piece right here. Mm. He seems to be like... Everything I thought I wanted. Right? And But you never check that brain. Where is he, what is he thinking? What does he want out of this situation? You just kind of... We just went with the flow and it feels good and kiki and whoops, slipped on some dick. Wow. That's with those. Wow, bitch. Now you didn't got your shit hit over the head. Now you dickmatized. But but see, people don't know too. Seminal fluid does things to the woman's brain. Men don't know that. And so now y'all wonder why it's crazy. First question that you need to ask, ladies, did y'all have sex? Because people think, oh yeah, we had sex, but so what? No, it matters. It matters. See, I told y'all on the episode with Witty. Put on a condom. Put on a condom. Put on a condom. For many reasons. I mean, but even, even let me tell you. So respectfully, yes, many reasons. Mm -hmm. However, even if it wasn't just, even if you did put on a condom, mm -hmm. right? A man has to give a woman a part of him. One small part of him. Not to call it small, but in comparison to the rest of your body, it's a piece of you. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Women have to open up to receive inside of her body. You don't want to have this conversation. Why well, I don't want to have this conversation? Because that, what you just said, is why there's a double standard. Talk to me. So, like, I'll, like and I've heard people say, like, would you, if I have a key that opens up multiple locks, I'm a, I'm a locksmith, right? Okay. But if there's a lock that opens up many, a lock that opens up to many keys, that's a shitty lock. It is a shitty lock. Right. So that's that's why I say there's this double. So standard. wait a minute. Let me just let me let me run that back. Mm -hmm. If you have a lock, a key mm -hmm. that opens up opens up many locks. Mm -hmm. I'm a locksmith. You're a locksmith. Mm -hmm. But if you have a a, a a lock, a lock that's opened up by many keys. That's opened up facts. Okay, I'm with you now. That's a shitty lock. It is a shitty lock. Okay, so. So, not to, that's why I say not to distract from what you're saying, but like, women have to give up their body, right? They have to right. give up. They have to choose, right. and that's but that's the point. I'm saying that yeah. sometimes we, in a society, and at first we started off by talking about patriarchy, mm -hmm. and I said that has what to me has done a shitty job with what is our purpose here mm. in this world as women and men right okay we're told to procreate we're told that our value is in how many kids can you have are you married do you have a man mm. just less than 100 years ago mm. a woman was allowed to have her own bank account if you take away the ability for a woman to provide for herself or stack her own money and only a man can do that for her mm. what does that tell the man and what does that tell that woman that tells the man these women need me mm -hmm. and that tells that woman that she's not valuable enough to stack her own and have her own and stand on her own. Mm -hmm. So let me go find a man because that's what I need to open up a bank account for me. That's mm -hmm. just the basis level, right? right? That's what it's telling a woman that she's not capable or that she's not enough or how do I say this? That her job is to be available to men. Mm -hmm. Let me go find this man because now you're in survival mode. Right. 
you're surviving. Mm. So now we people think, what do you, what do you, I'm, like generational trauma, right? Mm. That's passed on. That's that's the stuff that's passed on. So if you're teaching women that their goal is to find a man and have kids, she gonna be out here looking while he out here pimping, while he out here getting to choose. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's like, that's what we're taught as little girls that your value is. Can, mm. can you keep that man? Girl, you ain't cooking. You ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. Meanwhile, I'm bloody every month. Emotionals. I can show you when my emotions go up and down. Mm-hmm. I can show you. You know, nobody's teaching women how to cultivate and do those things. Clean your own coochie. Like, where are these? They talking about that you should be here to serve the man. Mm. When in the Bible too, and that's just one reference, so I don't, you know, I'm not gonna get into religion. But in the Bible, it says that a single woman, her focus is the Lord, is God. Mm-hmm. A married woman, her focus is her husband. Right. Now, to me, and back to your lock analogy, you're right. There should be somebody in alignment with God, me and God, because nothing should come between me and God mm-hmm. unless that man is in alignment and focus on that. Thanks. So, so I'm saying that to say, if you're taught though, you're beneath a man. Mm-hmm. That and these are what how you're raised. I got it's people that's my mom's age that's still settling, and people that's my age are still settling because they that's what success looks like for them. But then they get in these marriages and they unhappy because they don't even know this partner. They don't even know what he thinks and how he thinks, well, and they and they don't know what she thinks. Yeah, and I think people just in general just be moving in a in a space of like I don't want to know, right? Yup, because like, it's safe. Right. Oh, oh, they think it's safe. Oh my God, that's amazing. You, yeah. So like, I'm 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 one of those people like, and I and I learned this in one of my relationships is like just being fully transparent. So you ain't got to ask me. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you like all my flaws, all the fucked up shit I've done. So you are able to make a choice, right? Yep. Even when I'm dating, like I'll be like, look, unless we've had this conversation about exclusivity. Just expect that I'm dating other people. I love that. You come out the gate with that. Yeah, like, just just assume that, right? And that way she can decide from right there. If you want to be on, if you cool with that, cool. Then we can move forward. If you're not, cool, I understand that. Like, I'm I'm not going to be mad. But I'm going to move how I move because that is what works for me. Yep. Right? And I respect you moving how you want to move. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but I'm still a human, so like, there's always gonna be some communication gap. Like, if you don't ask again, I might forget to be like, oh yeah, start dating somebody else. But like, I think people just try to protect themselves by hiding information. Yeah. When whereas if you just told a person, they'd have been might have been cool with it. Yep. Right. Like yep. I've had women be like, oh, you wanna have a threesome, and I'd be like, I didn't even know you was on that. Not really, but you know, it's good to know that that's an option. Yep. Um, I, don't know, it's I think it's fair. Yeah, like I think it's people fair. just need to be more open to communicate, like what their do's and don'ts are, who they are, what they've been through, because it Im- helps inform the other person of what is possible. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that might not just because you cheated before doesn't mean I don't believe it. Once you cheated, always you cheated. But like, if you cheated before, now I need to, I understand that you have the capacity to cheat. Mm. Right. Right. And, and like that's now, I need, yeah, now I need to unpack why you cheated, where you were, emotionally, where something else going on, right? Because I've cheated, um, but there was shit going on that led me to cheat. You know what I'm saying? So. I understand. Yeah. And that's interesting because I can't say that I've ever cheated. <sighs> I mean, it's okay. You're a saint. 
put a halo around my shit when you say that. Ding. Right. Ding. Um, but no, you know what? In a as an adult mm-hmm. engaging in real relationships, I can say that I did not cheat. Mm-hmm. How as, many real relationships you been in though? Pineapples. Pineapples. Okay. Because you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Pineapples. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How many relationships have you been in? Three. Okay. Like official? Like like adult relationships? Not not like college relationships or like high school relationships, like adult. See? See? It's too many layers. It's too many. And respectfully? I, I wasn't in a relationship in college for real. Okay. I didn't believe in it. Okay. I was like, college was for me to experience and socialize. I got my whole life to be in a relationship. So I was like, I'm good. And see, I think that uh, that's dope for you. I think, like I say, it just goes back to, too, how even think about how we raise little boys versus little girls. Maybe not today, right? Mm -hmm. But usually we see little boys. I don't know if you remember hearing this just amongst the melanated folks but they say oh he gonna be a little player he gonna be a little pimp he's mm-hmm. so cute I should be called manish all that but then when you get the little girls you be like oh you know you don't tell her she gonna be a little player she gonna be cute you go you no i'd say it i'd be like she gonna you be might. trouble okay okay like, she gonna be having the niggas period you know what i'm saying period. or the men whatever whatever you know whatever um because i think but I think that's like I told you. I I consider myself somewhat of a womanist because I I don't really try to put women in boxes. In boxes. I, I understand, you know, sexual f- freedom for women and them expressing themselves. I've never like called a girl a hoe, especially not when I slept with because I'm like because then that mean I'm you won because well, I slept part. with you and I, and I knew what was going on right. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times. I don't know. I just I don't think I've, I've ever moved in that space because I grew up around so many women. So I just always had enough respect for women to be like, nah. I mean, if you a hoe, you a hoe, and okay. that's cool. You know, get paid. I used to always say. I'm gonna say, what make you a hoe? I think being a hoe is a mindset, honestly. Yeah. Like I don't really think hoe is a specific number. Because, I love that. But I think your mindset about how you go about having sex with people, uh, how you move, mm-hmm. is it can be hoeish. And like, and I'm always like, if you're gonna be a hoe, be a pay hoe. Don't be like a, a broke hoe. That part. Um, but yeah, like, like I told you, I'm pro sex worker, all that stuff. Like, because, bro, if it ain't hurting my life, if it ain't hurting people, yeah, I ain't, it ain't really none of my business. You feel me? Um, but yeah, not not to make this about me. This is about nah. like, we were talking about you dating and stuff though. Like, it's be single. Cool. Don't slide in your DMs. Do don't the research. Um, got an album coming out. Got a got an album coming out. Yeah. Okay, what's the name of the album? Emancipation, Emancipation of Rainy XO. Got it. Okay. Anything else you working on other than you know being at being at Soho? You know. Um. Right now, that's that's what I'm working on that I want to disclose. Mm-hmm. I'm always working on some things, but okay. that. Mm-hmm. Right. that's the nearest and dearest so far alright Rami well I, I definitely appreciate you coming on for sure you've Thank been you great like I said definitely want to have you back on for part 2 just so we can talk about all the, the, the get into the it. other shit yeah. you know? but uh, <laughs> as always guys I wish you peace, patience, understanding knowledge, wisdom, discernment health, strength, resolve um, so y'all be easy or don't but understand that every choice has a consequence every action has a reaction 
so y'all be easy. Mm-hmm.